The following show will contain spoilers, but trust us, you'll want to hear about it anyway. Christ! We're not hunting him! He's hunting us! Welcome to Subversive Cinema. I have known you since you were a kid, Ricky. Ever since you were seven and eight years old, you've shown superhuman strength. Disrespectful conduct, flippant and tasteless verbal remarks. No, no, I'm afraid that they wouldn't approve of that at all. Hello, and welcome back to the show. It's your host, Art, here to be your purveyor, the peculiar wrangler of the weird and Sherpa to the strange. And first, I want to say thank you very much for your patience uh, during this unscheduled and planned hiatus mid-season. But we are back, and uh, if you have been checking your feed, if you follow the show, then you'll see that a bunch of episodes have dropped to make up for lost time. But Enough of that. Let's get on to this. So uh, we are here at Subversive Cinema to talk about the weird, wacky, and downright wrong entries in cinema's history. And we look at them, try to figure out how subversive are they? What gives them that particular spicy tang of subversion? Or is it just a bland plate in front of us? How do we do that? We break it down into characters, story, and what the fuck. And today's... <clears throat> Let me try that. And today's offering is 2019's Indie weird fest greener grass and to talk about this strange little odd movie is friend of the show returning guest extraordinaire mr dan or how are you dan hey art long time no chat feels like it's been a little while it has been a little while right (laughs) yeah a little bit what a great movie to come back to chat about indeed so uh well let's see so let me ask you dan had you heard of this movie I had actually okay. it did make quite the rounds at the festivals when it dropped in 2019 now were you glad i made you watch it oh yeah well hold on i was <laughs> is glad the operative word there? <laughs> maybe uh, glad isn't the right word but i will say this was a curiosity just from the trailer alone where i was like oh yeah i, I want to watch that <laughs> yes <laughs> i want to check that out in hindsight <laughs> I mean, what? we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay, we'll get into that. So, 2019's Greener Grass. It is a story about family, friendly competition, adult braces, and suburban hell. <laughs> this movie is just, it's got so many things happening in it. Visually, performance-wise, <laughs> story-wise, camera. It, it, is, it, it covers a lot. And it, it's, it's just extra. And it's wonderful extra. So let's just get right into this. It was directed and written as well as uh, starring Jocelyn DeBoer and Don Luby. And they play the main wives slash mothers in this. And it's it, so the, the basic gist is we are in this strange little suburban town. They are soccer moms whose kids play, you know, in the same league. And it kicks off right out the gate with being extra weird by having Jocelyn, who plays Jill, and Dawn plays Lisa, by having Jill talk about how, you know, they just had this baby girl and Lisa says, oh, she loves her. So Jill gives her daughter away. And that's how the movie begins. And it's perfectly normal. I mean, it's not, but it is. It's very weird. And we're going to get into that. And it just essentially just, it it devolves from there into petty competitions 
husband swapping by accident. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, there's a serial killer or person on the loose. It's it's a very weird movie. It's all over, but we'll we'll get into that together. I think I'm gonna need a little hand holding throughout this one. So Dan, let's take this journey into some greener grass. What what were your overall impressions? I, you know, I thought as I was watching it, I felt two things. I, I didn't know if this was um, heavy handed or if it was just silly and stupid because it was silly and stupid. <laughs> I, I Lately, I'm in the mood where I prefer silly and stupid for the sake of being silly and stupid. We get too much heavy handed crap crap like every day already i didn't i didn't need to be um i get it suburban america we've we've seen the stepford wives thing before the kind of whole like but if you look at it through the the lens of it just being a silly stupid movie it was pretty entertaining it was just um i think it was meant to be silly i don't think any of this was done to be, you know, I don't think any of it had an agenda. I think it was literally these two women who are clearly friends and collaborative partners. And they just kept throwing fucking darts at the wall to see how off center and weird this thing could get as each story beat progresses. So I don't think it was heavy handed. I don't think that was their intention. I think they meant it to be funny. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was definitely meant to be funny. No, you're, you're, there's no doubt in my mind that it was meant to be funny. But, but if, because I kept seeing people talk about it online, like it was some kind of social commentary on uh, American suburbia or, or stuff like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, why, why are they trying to do that? And I get that that is, I, I don't know. I just, um, I, I think they're satirizing American suburbia and elements of it but i feel like it it makes as much of a statement about that as naked gun would be making about law enforcement or you you know the state of criminal justice i feel like it's literally window dressing just to tell a really odd story that's it's like a long form adult swim show yeah, no, actually, that's a great uh, analogy there, that this was a long-form Adult Swim show. If you've ever seen any of those, like, um, infomercials on Adult Swim, which I love the info um, infomercials on Adult Swim, they're just, they're so funny. Um, the This felt like that. You're right, this felt like a very long-form version of one of those. Like, they stretched out something that, well, this is actually interesting too. I, originally, this was a intent uh, made as a short film, which I did go and watch actually after oh, I saw the Look movie. at you getting the extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I haven't even seen that. <laughs> and it stars the same um, two women, and um, it is um, that one. It feels like a more like um, compact, uh, concise um, uh, version, kind of like one of those um, Adult Swim shorts, like mm-hmm. live action short films. Um, but this movie, not to say that the movie was a drag, that like it was too long or anything, but you could definitely tell it was kind of like a, it, once you know that there was a short film version made of it, it makes um, total sense for this to also be a short film. Like, because um, all the the kind of the jokes and the gags and stuff that kind of just are more compressed down into like, a, I'm trying to think how long it was, 15, 20 minutes maybe. 
Yeah. Oh, maybe it was longer than that. But it was um, about 15 minutes, is what I saw just looking online now. Got it. Got it. But it it, it makes a it made for a very interesting and equally interesting short film. Um, but obviously, I guess the short film must have um, been popular enough for them to be able to pitch it into a feature length film. It has. I mean, the movie itself has like a lot of cameos from like um, a lot of comedians you might recognize from other things. Yeah, you have Beck Bennett from SNL, uh, mm-hmm. Darcy Carden from uh, The Good Place, and a bunch of other things. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got you got a little little bit of people here that Miss Human. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, no, no, I don't know. I I I liked it. Um, did you ever see that movie? Okay, one of my guilty pleasure movies is one from the 90s starring Tom Arnold called The Stupids. I've not seen that. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Uh, that and tells me everything I need to know. <laughs> my cousins and my my siblings and I would watch that movie every time they came over. We would just watch that movie over and over again. Never got old. This past summer, my sister came to visit me here again, and we watched it. We we had a few drinks and we watched it again, and it was it was still so stupid. It was funny, but the the aesthetic for this movie kind of felt like the aesthetic for the stupid. It's very like bold, almost pastel colors. The way they everyone dressed really stupid looking um <laughs> so people are aware that the dress attire at least in this as i'm looking is the, the the fashion sense is i guess like it, it's sort of you know what you would see uh on the golf course or people who live on a golf course very spring-like bright colors yeah everything's coordinated pastels brights mm-hmm. and the fabrics they do look like something that almost like doll clothing to me in some yes where it's just like oversized doll (laughs) clothing it's really fucking weird and it's all done through the ncis as well like i call it the ncis style soft focus light where everything has like a halo effect to it yeah that's true and that just makes it look just even more heavenly and that really juxtaposes everything against what's happening so this um this movie was so strange. It was like in the 90s when they were like remaking um cartoon uh shows into live action. That's what it felt like. It felt like this was originally a cartoon show that they were making a live action film of. Um, like the Flintstones, Scooby Doo. What other ones did they do? <laughs> it's the true, yeah. It does have yeah. that sort of like <laughs> that that look. There's there's no better way for me to put it than this sort of a cheap look like and i don't mean the filmmaking necessarily but just the aesthetic of the clothing and the environment feels very i don't know off the rack and kind of cheap as opposed to fully designed but i think for a movie like this that was done on purpose you know like i think everything that they do here is a conscious choice so uh all right. Well, you know what? Let's just dive into it, shall we? Let me go ahead and kick off the the proceedings with this little clip, which is uh, the one I alluded to uh, in the beginning. Oh my gosh! I didn't even notice. You have a new baby. Oh yeah! Isn't she cute? We wanted to try something new. She's so cute. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lisa, do you want her? What? No, I, I couldn't. She's your baby. Oh, Lisa, <laughs> you can have her. She's great. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Take her. She's yours now. Oh. And you have wonderful music stings like that throughout the movie where it's just heightening the drama or the intensity of something that's just not it's so funny yeah yeah it, it, it's it way the those moments where it's way more dramatic than than what it should be than it should be um for what's happening on screen i mean it is kind of by all accounts that was like the jarring thing about the trailer of the movie that stood out to me. That was like what made it stand out to me was she just hands over her baby to this other person. It, it wasn't that her son turns into a dog or. Oh, wait, this, <laughs> you're, get, you're getting ahead of things. I here, know, but, I know. But yes, that was that was another definitely another strange thing. But but I mean, the movie kicks off with that. That's when you know that the movie is not um there's something different going on um because up to that point yeah people look goofy but they're just like mom's at a soccer game and then when she hands her baby off to the other lady that's when you're like oh crap what is, <laughs> what is yes what world is this and and the best part of this as i was saying how it's normal but it's not people are offended and appalled by her giving her baby away but not because she gave her baby away it's because she didn't think of other people first. <laughs> That's the thing that got me, you know, when she goes to visit Kim Ann. Yes. And Kim Ann's is like, can't believe you did that. You didn't even ask me. You know, it's Kim, just like Kim Ann has that like green, that like weird green uh, yes. outfit on with her hair. Like her hair looks like plastic or something. Oh, yeah. She's got like a weird stretchy thing with a little palm ball around it. And she's got a clear wig. Yes. <laughs> like stage makeup on it looks like oh yeah and as she's watching her her ex-husband oh yes that's right okay sorry we're we're really everyone drives golf carts everybody (laughs) drives golf carts in this little utopia let's let's dive into the first bit of this let's talk about the characters shall we there is certainly a wealth of characters and uh who would you like to talk about who stood out to you um uh, you know who I really liked in, in um, this movie was the that little kid, the um, the little boy who uh, um, Julian was the son's name, the, the son who turns into the to the dog. Oh, yeah, I believe that was <laughs> Julian. Yes, <laughs> he was such a cute little kid with his like glasses yeah. and so so sincere in every scene he was in um played right along with with the adults and how no matter how goofy or stupid it was i loved it he's such he's such a fuck up i love him (laughs) in the martial arts class he's just doing his you know what he is he's having his his best life right here And then I love that the the teacher makes him hug the uh, the fighting dummy, not another kid. Oh, yeah, that's right. All the kids. No, no, no. Don't touch the kid. Go over there and hug the dummy. (laughs) 
all the other kids are hugging each other yes. but he tells him to go to the dummy <laughs> like hug the dummy he's also one who did uh that wonderful um wasn't he the one who played the piano oh <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot about the piano part at the recital. <laughs> so he's going to play Yankee Doodle on the piano. And then he turns in this awesome piece of work. of the families are great and i love that his button on that whole thing is i wrote it yeah <laughs> yeah it sounds like some kind of uh gustav Mahler concerto or something it's That's really a deep cut right there sir yeah it's like, <laughs> it was but i mean it was supposed to be yankee doodle or yankee doodle right yeah the same song yep same song <laughs> yes and then um I just uh, I'm trying to think what happens after that when he goes back home. He he embarrasses the mom's embarrassed or something. From oh, the... uh, it's because if I remember correctly, uh, it happens in another scene. It's where they're driving home, and he gets off the golf cart, and he's wet the golf cart. Uh, but sorry, before all that, <laughs> Miss Human talks about how he's been wetting himself or whatever in class. Uh, so she brings literally a basket of underwear. <laughs> and then she talks about how, uh, well, let's see what he did. Hey, um, he soiled the beanbag chair. Oh? Yeah, it's stained. The beanbag chair? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, let me take the cover home. I'll wash it. The beans are loose inside. The beans are <laughs> so he ruined the chair. <laughs> oh, Miss Human. Yeah, she's yeah. good too. But uh no, at one point in the movie, like the kid just is like he's had it. And at some event, I'm trying to remember what the event is in the backyard. Oh, when they're having his... a catch. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yes, yeah. he's playing catch with his father, played by Beck Bennett. And his dad throws the ball and he just suddenly stops. He's like, I'm a robot. And the ball hits him. <laughs> and then he starts freaking the fuck out. Wait, but doesn't he like that's when does he fall in the pool? And Let's then say, is this here? What are you doing, man? No, it doesn't hurt. Oh, come on. Julian. <laughs> okay, so that's not when he falls in the pool. It's after they go to the martial arts class. Oh, yeah. And it's when they are at a party. They have like a little tiki party in their backyard. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's like then Julian has this whole little episode right here. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I forgot he was singing that song. Birthday for his Happy father. Happy birthday, dear daddy. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he goes into the pool <laughs> as a boy and then splashes out as a dog right away. Yes. Yes. It's so and then everyone like stares at him for a little bit. And no, it's the cutest golden retriever. Oh yeah. Really cute golden retriever. And they just like, I I guess, I guess their son's a dog now. And the dad loves him even more. Yes, because he because <laughs> he can run, he can play catch. He's yes. so athletic. <laughs> <laughs> so the character that stood out he goes to school he sits in class with everyone the dog yes. does um but yeah no that's my, my favorite character is the son julian yeah, because God, he was a cute kid and then he became a cute dog <laughs> oh yeah that's true he's a very cute dog i'm gonna you know as always i love to to pull from random folks mm. so in the beginning a grocery store bagger kills a young girl <laughs> and you don't hear you don't see it you just hear about it and then my uh, my one of my favorite characters is the victim's sister who keeps putting on this whole thing now if anything i'd say that this is more of a commentary or at least she's a perfect personification of so many young people who they they claim to have a cause that is above them but yeah. somehow they manage to turn it into about being about themselves oh, all the yeah. time so I think this is her where she's like, hey, let's get her boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend or whatever up here to talk at her at her uh, memorial. Talk about Cheryl. I'm sorry. No, it, I really don't think that I'm Just the right Just a little person. bit louder, Rob. Okay. Um, hey, everybody. I'm Rob. Your presence warms my heart. Thank you so much. Uh, Cheryl and I dated... Ugh. Two months ago, I mean, it was mainly nighttime stuff. Um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it didn't end up working out, but uh, it's not like what I have with Crystal. It's Crystal's my new girlfriend. Crystal, <laughs> did you maybe want to say something about Cheryl? Um, I didn't know Cheryl. I didn't know you guys dated. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm gonna change my answer. Rob is my guy. <laughs> oh, Rob is the guy. He's he's the character. I forgot how funny that is. It's like, okay, well, I mean, I dated her mostly nighttime stuff, <laughs> and and like the person who is the killer is um, or what was her name? Little Helen. Yes, little, little Helen, <laughs> who is the bagger at the um, grocery store. Yeah, and you think I I thought for the for the longest time that that was just. I didn't know what to think. And then you find out it's um, Dot Marie Jones, um, mm -hmm. who is, um, and she, like, they lean into it. It's like, she's definitely a killer. And I thought yeah. it was going to be one of those things where, oh, this is too cliche. Like, oh, they're not going to make the grocery bag bag person be the killer or something. No, <laughs> they're a killer. <laughs> they're definitely a killer. And it actually, like, comes back around and, and plays into the, uh, larger plot of the movie in a kind of roundabout way yeah a little bit <laughs> as we see bit. the 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 uh breakdown of jill i'm gonna jump real quick to another guy i just want to call out before you talk about another character just because i i just can't get enough of him mm. it is lisa's husband dennis the little guy who oh, yeah. is 
extraordinarily maternal. Like he's so kind, he's so considerate, and she is just a shit to him. He's like so supportive of their son, and it. it she's just uh, you. It's like he's such a sweetheart. Why are you so 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 terrible to him? You know. And I mean, this is this is the attitude he uses. That was Nancy on the phone. She says she went over to the nursing home on Tuesday and mom wasn't in her room. She was in the cafeteria, mopping. One second, Dennis. And remember mom's roommate, the seamstress? They had her disinfecting the toilet in the common room. <laughs> corn on the cob. Bob wanted it. I'll cut the corn off. So just over it. And he also has one of my favorite sequences of like, a visual joke that if you're not paying attention, it just goes right over your head, which is when he's getting ready for bed and uh -huh. he's standing by the dresser and he's just pulling out an infinite amount of change. And just <laughs> I puts it into that. this chain. He's like the entire conversation. He's just putting more and more coins in there. Let's see if you can even hear that. Let's see if... Uh, yeah, he's got his uh, his blue pants on. He's pulling out literally uh, a, a small fortune in just pennies. That doesn't seem very personal. Oh, I can, I can hear the change. No, you don't need to do that every night, Bob. You're losing most of those teeth. Well, these are my forever gums. You sounded really good tonight, Bob. And you know that's one of my favorite songs. It's like I hear it in my head and it just comes out so different. That's okay, kiddo. Your fingers are still growing. Music isn't for everyone. What? <laughs> Maybe saxophone just isn't your thing. By the way, he's still it pulling change that out. Bad. Hmm? It's better than Julian. Julian can't even reach music. Oh, and now he's oh, out of change. <laughs> it's literally just so much. Where, where did he get all the change from? You know, like... I have no idea. It's just the most <laughs> random thing. I guess it's sort of making fun of any suburban dad who just carries around pockets full of change for no fucking reason. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like my dad definitely used to carry around change, had change all the time. But, but my dad was like a cash only kind of guy, though. Oh, um, so. no, he was in the mob. Gotcha. Okay yeah exactly yeah. um so okay the other person i wanted to talk about was kim ann who we oh, kind of yes. mentioned briefly earlier who <laughs> uh she has like twin kids twin sons or something like that yes and um she her husband is leaving in the scene that we had talked about um she like divorced him she like just declared divorce or something and so and she's making him leave and it's kind of tra tragic the way he he doesn't really want to leave he doesn't want to divorce <laughs> but wasn't it like suggested to them or something it was like kind of like the baby situation it was just like a, a, a thought that popped in their head and so I guess we're getting divorced I or... think it was something like that she's like well, I just thought about it and then <laughs> I love the twins and this is this is how she treats him as he's just trying to get his shit together There's no time for you. Fuck no. <laughs> Wrong. Fuck. Drop him. I'm just saying goodbye. Leave him. Leave him. He's taking one of the kids. Yeah. Just saying goodbye. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Wave bye. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying goodbye. There's no time for you. There's he no says time. to one of the kids. <laughs> He's but I love like that Buck. Buck not only has a really shitty cowboy hat, but he also has longhorns mounted to the front of his golf cart. Yes. Yes. They're all drive golf carts. That's all they drive in this, this movie. But, but yeah, he is packing up the golf cart. Um, uh, cause he's, uh, getting divorced. They're getting divorced. Yeah. Um, and I think Jill and Dennis are not Jill and Dennis, Jill and, uh, Nick, Nick get a divorce later on in the movie. Yes, that's correct. Fired by commands. Um, ceremonious <laughs> unceremonious uh breakup that's right okay look there's lots of fun characters as we always know lisa's completely bad shit she is uh the one who gets the baby in the beginning she later <laughs> on wants her own baby so she just sticks a wilson yes. volleyball <laughs> under her shirt her dress and then pretends to be pregnant and then one day the volleyball comes out and she carries it around and pretends it's a baby and everybody yes. just goes along with it Yes, I love that. This world is insane. It's fucking insane. Oh yes. Uh, I was gonna save these for uh, the what the fuck section. So let's just let's just gloss over the story part. All right. So let's talk about it. So did the story make any sense to you? Um, no, it didn't. I, I kept trying to string things together, and you can kind of faintly string these little vignettes together a little bit, but um, a mental breakdown, like Jill's mental breakdown. Oh wait, is Jill the lead? Who's who's yeah? Like Jill the is lead? Jill is the lead. She's the the brunette. Okay, yeah. So, so it's like it's kind of like a um. Yeah, she's kind of. I don't know if there was any kind of through line. It was like her slowly just kind of going crazy throughout, and they're already crazy. That's the other strange thing too. It's like how do you take crazy and stupid and then make it look worse? Like I don't, I don't know. Um, but I guess that would be this the plot. <laughs> yeah, essentially, that's that's the gist of it. Is you're seeing Jill, who is a part of this world, this this existence, and she's walking in step with it. And at for whatever reason, which maybe I need to watch it a couple more times, or maybe not. Maybe I'm just you know prescribing meaning to things that have no meaning. But it's something triggers in her where she is still living in this world, but she's suddenly aware of the world <laughs> that things aren't right, but she can't quite express it. Yeah. So she begins to act almost, she starts veering towards behaving normally as we would in our own, you know, existence. And in doing so, she not only, you know, she gave away the baby, but then in doing so, her son turns into a dog. Her husband leaves her. She just starts losing her fucking mind. She's going crazy and culminates in a very symbolic piece of madness of her going and pulling her braces off. Oh, and yeah. This is wonderful because everybody in this movie has braces. And I was reading um, a fact that they're saying that this is a touch they added to really drive home the, the, the community's obsession with, you know, looking young you know, with youthful appearance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she goes and she gets a different style of hair, gets a haircut and, you know, and then she pulls her braces off and she goes on the run. And then we are finally introduced to the only normal fucking people in this whole movie. And it's a oh, family yeah. that lives in a house out the outskirts of town 
And this is the most jarring because that soft glow goes away. It's almost like a normal movie. And she is just this crazy looking chick talking to this mother at the door, sees her kids. And then she even brings some of that crazy with her. Like, you know, wonder if I could have one of your kids because I lost both of mine. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where it's like, if I had to say anything, if I'm going to, if I'm going to go on a limb and I'm going to create my own reality here, that this is the real world and her running around fucking disheveled as shit. That was all a delusion. Like this is the real world. She's yeah, fucking uh, delusional, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's just a sad, sad thing. She ends up staying in the real world for a bit. One of the girls, uh, she does get her from the house. <laughs> yeah. And they go to a diner and they just hang out. They see that the, uh, the crazy murderer, uh, little Helen has been arrested <laughs> <laughs> after moving into Jill's house. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she's like, okay, well, I guess I can go home now. And it, it's a nice bookend visually because it ends as the movie began back on the soccer field. But yep. she is now this disheveled being of her former self in the middle of all this pristine purity. It, it's so fucking weird. Uh, so I would say, I don't know what the fuck the story is. It's just weird. It's, it's an experience. It's not a narrative. Uh, I don't think it would be a bad idea to go in a little buzzed. Yes, that's true. This is a movie that <laughs> you should either have a few beers or pop an edible if it's legal in your neck of the woods. Yeah. Or, you know what, just call your dope guy. He'll swing by <laughs> on the low and get you like an eighth and just watch this fucking movie. It's going to trip you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It, it, if, you're, if you're not, it's going to feel like you are as you're watching it. Yes, and those sometimes are just as fun. Yeah, no, exactly. You're, you're. It's kind of like one of those things where you're like, "Wait, did they just, did they just say that, or did I just see that?" Like, yeah, did, did I remember? Wait, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, let's get to the fun stuff. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to start with? Because I certainly do. Uh, I do actually. All right, the, uh, please take it the, away, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the the part where they're all in their their golf carts and they wait forever at the four way stop and oh, yes, just everybody's too keep, polite yeah they're all just like waving everyone on and then no one goes and they all just kind of like sit there <laughs> forever <laughs> like they may as well be parked right there on the yep. the golf cart road or whatever <laughs> um that was that was really funny that's just like a nice little side um but I mean I have to say it's handing the baby over. At the very beginning, because that's kind of the impetus for Jill's like downfall. It's like she starts to kind of regret it later on, like a little yeah. bit. She's like, I wish I hadn't given my baby away. Yeah. <laughs> so, so impulsively. Um, <laughs> and um, I don't want to take too many of them. Of course, I talked about the dog, the boy. Oh, there's the so many in here. I don't think you could take too many. Okay. Then I'm going to talk about how Lisa gives birth to a soccer ball. Oh, yes. There you go. Oh, that's and right. They, it was a soccer ball, not a volleyball. Correct. They, they like dress it up. They like dress it up in like a little bib, too, or something. Oh, yeah. And they like take it to the family portraits. Yes. Yes. It's in the family portrait. It's at the ball game at the very end. She's like holding it with Jill's baby. Like she's got two babies now. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly why she decides to put the soccer ball under her shirt and say that she's pregnant she just wanted her own baby again like instead of just having one she wanted to be pregnant i guess or something. oh okay okay <laughs> even though she she had been given a baby by Jill, yes but um i don't know that 
there's too many of them, as you said. What about you? Well, you just mentioned one that brought me. I totally forgot about this, but it's so wonderful. When you we're talking about the family portrait. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking at the ball dressed up in like a little sweater. Yes. But I love how they're like, do you have a chair we could use? So he's like, sure. And he goes over to his wife or his assistant who's wheelchair bound. Oh, yeah. Up out of the wheelchair and puts her on the ground. <laughs> they wheel the wheelchair over. And what's amazing is the family actually is like, oh. Oh gosh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Like it's like it's weird where they choose to be normal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. It's like where the moments of lucidity are kind of interesting, where the characters actually react to something, like kind of slightly react to the bizarreness um, in a yeah. way that maybe a, a real person would. Exactly, like this. Okay, there you are. Oh, no, no, I, I'm so sorry. I, I just wanted any kind of chair. We don't have any other chairs. That one was really expensive. <laughs> what I also adore, and you want to talk about some uh, Adult Swim shit, any of the commercials or any of the television yes. programs in this, like this baby food commercial. Wholesome sweet potato. All your baby's favorites prepared without the violent presence of knives or blades. All our food is delicately broken down and moistened by the mouths of 100% real mothers. And then you have a woman chewing on a sweet potato and yeah. spits it into a jar. Oh my God. I love that yeah. because they say, and I'd be curious to go back and watch the rest of this movie to see if there's any of this in the through line. But they were saying without the, the aggressive or whatever of knives and that's like a hot button for Lisa when she sees that her son is watching kids with knives on. TV. Oh yes. <laughs> and that really pisses her off. Um, I mean, there's so many great things. There's fun with kids with knives. There's bald men and bouquets. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> there's, then there's also, oh, I, I marked it down here, uh, a cooking show that, it sounds like it's the worst cooking show, that, but I'd also love to watch it purely because of the terrible situation they put people in. But you're right. These all sound like those Adult Swim commercials. Like yeah. those late night commercials on Adult Swim. Like who would do this? Hello, beautiful bakers. This week's challenge was the baked Alaska. Now some of your cakes would make the Alaskan people proud and some would not. You'll be judged on both the height of the cake and the heat of the flame. And now, I would like each of you to step in front of the cake to your right. Oh, excuse me, Brigitte, there's no cake to my right, unless, is, is this my left? Penelope, you'll go to Georgie's cake. Thank you. And now, the cake that you're standing in front of is the cake you will be judged on. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she gets in front of the shittiest pile yeah. of burning marshmallows, aka baked Alaska. There, there's so many. Uh, yeah, it's I love those. They're just delightful. I am a huge fan of the whoopsie doozy husband swap oh yeah they can't be any more different at all 
and they don't know until they've been making out yeah. for a while. And then they realize. Wait a second. Wrong husbands. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, don't say no. Lisa, you kiss like your friend. <laughs> Lisa, you kiss like your French. Lisa, you kiss like your French. You're so stupid. Oh my god! And then you know it's interesting because it's there's there's some stuff where Lisa's clearly not happy with her husband. Yeah, yeah. She does covet Nick to Mm -hmm. a degree, and uh, yeah, it's it's just interesting. You know, there's there's so many weird things. You know, pouring glasses of milk to the brim oh my gosh their breakfast there's like one um scene where i think it's right after the the sun has become a dog where they show they're like eating this breakfast and like they have like captain crunch or something in like this really big bowl and i'm not i don't know i can't remember if they were eating out of the bowl or if it was just sitting there with a a bowl of captain crunch on i don't know it was so strange but I know there's a there's certainly a couple different eating things, including the restaurant scene where the waiter drops the plate full of shit and starts getting really, really upset, like he's gonna cry. In oh. fact, this. It's okay. Are you sure? It's fine. You're not gonna tell? No. And then they all get their silverware and they squat onto the floor and start eating food directly from the floor. Yep. I remember that. Oh my gosh. You know what it is? It's like she Jill is painfully she never wants anyone to be upset. She always she's she's a extreme people pleaser probably why she has the braces why she gave her kid away um because what what's her name lisa just happened to say how nice her kid was or something and so she's like wait do you want her (laughs) 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 and uh, i think by the end of the movie maybe that maybe that's the through line here she's learning to not please people so much i don't know could be it very well could be I marked down one quote here. Let's see what this is. Like, I don't remember what this moment is. See if this is worthy of a what the fuck here. So uh, apparently the scene is they're all sitting around on the couch with the new baby soccer ball. And uh, let's see what happens. <laughs> hey, Bob, would you go get some of the bars that Mrs. Davies brought over? I wish I was aborted! <laughs> Dude, that's what oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Bob gets really, really butthurt because not only did they get a new baby, but then she has a fucking soccer ball. <laughs> and all he wants to do is make his corn husk dolls that his mom calls creepy. So, yes. yep. <laughs> okay. Well, we could go on and on and on and on and on for this being a, a brisk hour and 36 minute film. Um, there is a lot going on. Is it necessarily the best story? No, not at all. But it's really, again, it's more of an experience than a narrative. Uh, there is, you know, some some stuff strung together. Uh, there's still plenty we haven't talked about that is just delightful. 
And uh, we don't want to ruin all the surprises for you, do we? <gasps> what are you doing in my house? This is my house! What? Who are you? I'm Jill, I live here! Oh my God, get out! No, I live here! That's my underwear scarf! Uh, this is... No! Yes, this is my house! No, no get out! <laughs> I guess that's another example of people pleasing. She literally gave up her house to whoever just fucking waltzed yeah, in. Yes, exactly. Little Helen. So, all right. Oh, let's let's uh, let's sort out the important stuff here, shall we? So, you saw it. You know about it. How subversive would you rate this movie, sir? I don't know. Um, it, uh, the movie is exactly what it was in the trailer. If you watch the trailer, you know what you're getting. Yeah, there were there it, <laughs> there were surprises, but it but it, as far as flavor and feeling, you don't you won't be surprised. I think I'm gonna give it at a ten, a four. I would meet that. I would agree with that. Yeah, it's it's certainly strange. Um, it, it's strange doesn't always just mean subversive, and subversive doesn't always mean strange. It's a True. litany of things. But um, yeah, this movie is it's uh. It's, it's just fucking something else. It's interesting. Um, it's fun. It's enjoyable. Not the most subversive thing that'll buck all the conventions, but it, it certainly will. It'll certainly entertain you for a piece of time. So it was. Um, it was pretty crazy to to watch and, and actually lived up to, like I said, everything I expected it to be. Just... <laughs> uh, exactly, exactly. So. Let's talk about the important things shall we where can you see this well right now as of this recording it is streaming on hulu and you can see it there you could also catch it on blu-ray or dvd if you so feel inclined dan do you have anything you'd like to share with our our audience before i let you go uh no okay great. <laughs> great i used to be more active on social media and stuff i've been deleting it a lot i've been um in my real job lately i've been working so hard i have not been able to do anything really creative i used to do live streaming on, on my twitch channel just one thing dm uh, a lot um but that is uh, i put everything to the side okay okay nice so that's what dan's doing <laughs> oh, good. So oh no okay oh, no, there it is okay good times <laughs> well either way you know matter how busy you are, I know that you'll always have some time for some subversion. And I oh, absolutely. So thank you. Yeah. Dan, it's been a pleasure me. chatting greener grass with you. I look forward to our next outing. Crash. Cronenberg's crash, that is. Wait, Cronenberg's crash? Uh, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll flip a coin. We'll see. But uh... <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so there you have it. All right. So greener grass 2019. Go check it out. Make sure you get stoned beforehand. And until yes. then, stay subversive. Thanks, Dan. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you leave us a review and a five-star rating at your preferred podcast provider. Tell a friend so they can check it out too. And follow us on Instagram at subversive underscore cinema for more content. Subversive cinema.